0: Scrabber Dude checking in from Rosetta McLean Park. Um, I ended the last podcast uh, from this place, and now I'm starting the next one, Dixon Change number eight hundred ninety two, from uh, the same place. It's Saturday afternoon. I've got the mic sensitivity on high, because uh, there's some birdie noises in the background. A little bit of traffic, too, from Kingston Road. It's a nice park. I've just uh, taken myself on a... Uh, a course through the park. There's the longest possible loop. And i am just about finished my uh, second turn on it. That'll be enough. I'll get in the car. I'll uh, drive up to Sun Valley, see if I can find some nice chocolate for Easter. But uh, meanwhile, I'm just going to check in with you and uh, bring you up to, to date on a couple of things. Hey, I'm going to shut this. I don't like the sound of the high sensitivity. It, it bugs me. Hang on. There. Ooh. Very different experience. Shuts everything else out. And I have to hold it close. haven't heard Tom uh, complaining about my breathing too much, my wheezing, my panting. I think maybe I'm under in slightly better shape. I, I doubt that. No, I don't know. Anyway, a um, couple of notes. Mateo Roach from Toronto winning on Jeopardy! Uh, we we have great fun watching jeopardy every night and it's funny because certain ones Naoka will chime in on uh but especially daniel i got daniel for christmas this jeopardy calendar so it's different question every single day and uh it's quite surprising it, it's it's quite fun doing it together uh anyway it's it's lovely she's just an incredibly bright 24 year old from the maritimes originally halifax I guess in Toronto, working as a tutor, but gosh, an amazing range of knowledge and uh, personality kind of cute in in a funny way, like very uh, deferential, and and, um, a Canadian, you know, maybe representing the best of Canada. So that's kind of nice to see on Jeopardy. She's won eight so far. Of course, these are taped in the past. We don't know uh, when she'll come out, but she certainly... Going to uh, be featured on the uh, championship series, so that's good news—a little bit of happy news. Uh, now for a little bit of shitty news. Uh, I always turn on CP24. That's 24 hours of local Toronto news. Uh, it's just very often just tape looped, you know, again, again, again. But this story was a, fi- a shooting of five men shot in drive-by shooting in Scarborough. So when I see Scarborough, I gotta hey. hey. Dig in here. What's what the hell's going on? And immediately when you hear that a drive-by shooting, five men shot. Right away, you're thinking, "Oh, this is the gang war again." You know, one gang against another. But um, followed up, listen to a later newscast with the police and uh, an iman from a local mosque, and saying, "No, these were five family men. Uh, two or three of them married with children." had come out of prayers. Of course, it's Ramadan now. They had been fasting. And at 1 a.m., they were in this parking lot at Markham and Lawrence, right where one of my Royal Banks is, and uh, the uh, local ANW where I was getting my free coffee, so very familiar with the place. And they were just deciding where they would go to eat. And uh, suddenly, you know, five of them, one drove himself to a hospital, two were rushed to uh, one hospital and two to another uh, you know, in emergencies. Nobody did. I mean, all serious injuries, but will survive. But, of course, the question comes, were they targeted because they were Muslims? Or, like, what What the hell was this? Any kind of drive-by shooting is nasty business because, it's, you know, anybody can be hit. But why them? So you won't know probably till the end of this podcast um, part of me was saying, well, don't even mention this because wait until you have the answer. And I realized, no, part of the Dixon Janes podcast is that there's a start and an end and very often things get resolved in the course of it. So at some other point before this podcast finishes, I'll update you on that news story if, in case you're interested. I, I am. It's very, very disturbing. If it was targeted because they're Muslims, this is very, very disturbing. As much as I have, I'm not... Uh, <laughs> Uh, Not in favor of any religion That's just too serious And I think Islam is a bit too serious For my liking Uh, But just as bad Again, you know, balance things out The fanatical Christians In the United States And uh, the stand They take on a number of issues uh, That is Equally bothersome Um another just an odd story was you know going through my twitter stream and suddenly they said oh hamilton police oh what's that oh happy easter everybody a nice picture and you know kind of a religious picture of a cross and i'm thinking what is this coming why is this being posted on a from a police site and then check the comments and immediately so many other people hey this does not belong who gave the permission to post this and then, of course, one of the answers is, oh, we post all the religions we always do. No, police forces should not be posting Happy Easter. Sorry, draw the line there. Um, I do have a quote because it was uh, four years ago. I posted this quote on uh, Facebook, I guess, and got a lot of... Um, Positive responses and and people in support of are extending on it, expanding it a little bit. So I'm going to read it to you, even though if you follow me on Facebook, well, it's unlikely. I don't think that many listeners do. But uh, anyway, here it is by Alan Watts. Yes, there you go. Tune out now if you like. We are living in a culture entirely hypnotized by the illusion of time in which the so-called present moment is felt as nothing but an infinitesimal hairline between an all-powerfully causative past and an absorbingly important future. We have no present. Our consciousness is almost completely preoccupied with memory and expectation. We do not realize that That there never was, is, nor will be any other experience than present experience. I'll repeat. We do not realize that there never was, is, nor will be any other experience than present experience. Is in this moment now, me sitting on a bench in Rosetta McLean Park talking to you. We confuse the world, as talked about, described, and measured, with the world which actually is. We are sick with a fascination for the useful tools of names and numbers, of symbols, signs, conceptions, and ideas. Alan Watts. All right, so i am just park that with you. Uh, <laughs> pretty sure I've read that before. Uh, I will keep this short because I realize, oh my, today is uh, Saturday by wednesday i'm going to be at a campground and i you know so probably there'll be a two-parter part of the camping and uh and then another part of the camping so this will probably end partway through my stay at uh, craigleith provincial park scarborough dude signing out right now uh, and uh if you do celebrate easter i hope you've had and will have had an enjoyable one with your uh, with your loved ones. Scarba dude signing out. Bye for now. Well, come on, Jesus! Can't open the can with gloves on. Come on. Sorry. Ah! Come on! Can't get my finger under the tap. Oh, you fucker. There. Alright. Done. Oh. Cheers. Hang on, hang on. That is the Canuck Pale Ale from uh, Great Lakesbury. Sorry, here we are. Maybe you didn't hear that, but uh, oh boy, I just put gloves on and a scarf. And I'm sitting outside at another park. Oh, now this park's a little further from home, two hours away, um, on the shores of, uh, I believe it's called Natsawaga Bay. It's in Georgian Bay, one of the inlets just down from uh, Collingwood. You all know that. Anybody who lives in Ontario knows Collingwood, or you know, ski resort area. I can see the ski hills behind me. There's a, this is a park, a very narrow strip of land right on the water on Georgian Bay. So when you look at our map, you say, oh man, that's great. i got a site backing right onto it. And I'd forgotten it is just a little narrow strip. Something like Silver Lake on Off Highway 7, if you know that. Um, so you can hear the sound of vehicle traffic, vehicular traffic on uh, Route 26 right behind me. But still, it's nice. The park is empty. There's one big, huge camper. Parked right beside me, and I think that's the only other person in the park. Um, it, it's full every weekend; it's book solid. But during the week, and especially this early in the season, uh, and considering two days ago we had snow, or was it two days ago? Or was it? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that crazy snowfall. Uh, so it was nice to wake up this morning and see a sunny sky, knowing that I was committed to uh, driving here anyway. So here we are, and uh, before I have a toke, I thought I'd just record a greeting, get this, uh, get this thing going. Uh, when I talk, you know, it just invariably it makes for a, a, a really useless podcast clip. It, it just, you know, something seems really significant to me... Or I forget I'm even talking to you or something, and it's it's garbage. So I'm trying not to do that. I've got a little bit of a pepperoni stick left, uh, a bun with peanut butter on it, which I can't finish right now. A squirrel jumped up and got the last bit of my last one. I, I couldn't believe how fast it was. and just disappeared like it was a flash out of the corner of my eye, this thing. It was able to leap up to the table, grab the piece that was left of bread with peanut butter, and take off and, uh, anyway yeah I, uh, I don't know what to <laughs> I don't know what to say I'm just glad to be up camping I, it's, it would be nicer if it was just a, a bit warmer but it is sunny and, uh, that's a blessing and I'm right now just looking at the waves I mean, it's just, it's 20 feet away I, I mean, I'm on the water basically, as, as it showed on the map. That's what got me all excited, and I remembered well, when I got here. Oh yeah, it's one of those parks. So it was nice. Um, yeah, yeah. It's good to get out. This is the first trip. It wasn't until I was very close to the park that I was finally able to let out a, yes! I can't, I can't shout because the neighbours are here. But the thing I do when I'm in the road trek... It's an affirmation. I, I've talked about it before. When I, I just shout out very loudly, yes. And, and it's, it's a very positive word. It's meaning this is good, where I am now. It's sort of reclaiming the moment. And I feel good right here, right now. Uh, it, it's especially wonderful driving this big Chevy uh, road trek because uh, it's a it's a Chevy van, thirty five hundred big V eight engine, but you are high up, and there is just a really good feeling of you know like you are you are you are a pilot, you are you are in control, and um, it, it's not a it's not a, a a macho thing, you know, it's not about aggression the way I think some people with pickup trucks like to feel. It, it's not that. It's just it's a good feeling. Maybe you feel safe. Maybe you feel a little bit invincible. It's a pretty solid thing. But uh, anyway, it was a good feeling. And so just close enough to the park, I was able to let out my yes. I started off the trip trying to count my blessings. Like what are the things that, that spark joy? And I came up with three and then hit a roadblock. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share with you, while, while I've got your attention... You, you you still there? Yeah? Okay. While I've got your attention, the three things that spark joy... The first was, and I've mentioned it many times on this podcast, the wonderful music of just that there is so much out there that you could listen to and enjoy. And, and I guess overall, generally, I'm talking popular music with instruments, you know, whether it's country, western, or rock and roll, or whatever... Not so much classical, although that can do to me as well, or and not so much blues or jazz, but just maybe a lot of rock. And you, you hear it, and you just it, it, you feel good, and you're satisfied, and, and it's, there's just a, such a such a variety of it. There's so much of it that's just this is good, this is good, this is good. So that's number one. And and it's especially wonderful when you have earbuds plugged in and you're hearing the stereo separation and you're just, wow, I love this. So, number one. Uh, Number two, the other thing was the odd times I might overhear my wife, Naoko, in the kitchen singing in Japanese. Maybe just going along with something or humming something or singing something. Uh, That or, or talking to the cat in Japanese. I'm not there, I'm observing from a distance Uh, And it's just, that makes me happy That's another wonderful thing Oh, just, yeah And she's happy in in that little moment Of talking to Yuki Or or singing along with something That just sparks joy Uh, And then the third one, of course, is my little pussycat Yuki, who you hear about so often on this podcast when uh, we have our little nap together and I put my hand on her stomach and she wraps her paws around my hand and it's just this, this complete joy and, and, I, and I think in, these, in those times oh my god if I died she would miss me and if, <laughs> if she died I would miss her and uh, I, I think that's sometimes more about the cat than mm, you know well, we'll just leave it there um, and then I started to think, okay, well, Ken, now, what about your boys? You know, how do they spark joy? You're you two very different sons, and I found I I worry about both of them, and it's not because of them; it's because of the world that they've been left. And there's and and so I just went from after those three things of sparking joy I, I went into this all the shitty things about the world this this war in Ukraine we, we seem helpless to stop um, the overpopulation the environmental deterioration the, the global warming the uh, the rising prices the unaffordable housing and all the lousy things and I just went bam. So far away from sparking joy into so much sadness and, and sadness that you know the world. I I feel it feels to me like the world is going to be more difficult for my sons than it was for me, and, and it feels like what what did we do wrong? Like what what did we stop? Or we, what did we not prevent? Now there's a connection here because just. Coming out of Barrie along a stretch of highway, I drove through what was probably the ugliest thing you could ever see, and yet you'll see it all over North America. And it was store after store after store after store after restaurant after restaurant of just this chain of conglomerates of these of these corporate corporate owned franchises of McDonald's of Tim Hortons of KFC of of Burger King and then all the stores of Shopper's Drug and the, and the all the others and everything looking the same because that's the way they're designed and it, it was just this ugly fucking awful reminder of the world that we do live in that it is corporate owned and it made me think of Japan and one of the charms of Japan was these little side streets with these mom and pop owned stores and yes you'll see the chains of 7-Eleven and and, you know they have it there too but there are also all these other little magazine shops and and paper stationery stores and all these other little things toys and little restaurants that weren't all part of a chain they weren't all corporately owned. And and you know, maybe it's disappearing there too, it probably is. But it's gone here. You're not gonna see a, a in that stretch a used bookshop. You know, and, and, and yet the generation of robots that's growing up under this, and I, I know that that's not a nice way to put it. But maybe aren't asking for anything more. No, this is, I know what I, I know I'm know. i going to get at Tim Hortons. I know what I'm going to get at McDonald's. I'm fine with that. But it just, it just, and it went on and on and on. And it just, as you drove along, there was not a gap between them. Well, there were gaps. That's another franchise. But you know what I mean? It was just, it was the, the horror of this world, and it, and it takes you to that thought, how are we ever going to overthrow this? And you think of the the corporate leaders who, who build this brand and, and get these huge bonuses for, for making more money, and then and all the people who own the shares, Well who are they? It's just the rich buying more. The rich, it's this simple reality that we live in today, the world that I'm handing to my boys. The rich are getting richer and the poor are getting poorer. And that is just unacceptable. It's just fucking unacceptable. So I'm, I'm going to stop there because it, it's making me angry. It's making me frustrated. And uh, it's going to ruin the day more than this cold is. But damn it, I'm sitting outside. And uh, I better have a good fire going tonight. Scarborough dude signing out from Craigleith Provincial Park. Bye for now check check okay I'm sitting facing the sun in my chair which I've moved just downhill a little bit from my campsite onto some flat rocks just above the water line so I'm much closer to the water now but there's a clearing in the trees uh, in line with the sun so the campsite itself is kind of in the shade, but I was looking, so I was sitting in the chair looking down at this spot, and I could see the sun shining on these rocks, and my brain, my primitive primate brain was saying, sunny, sunny there, that place sunny, this place not sunny, that place sunny. And so I uh, picked up my chair and my cane and uh, set it up here. And I've been here for uh, quite a bit, and realized well now that I'm here and I'm comfortable. I may as well go back and get the beer I didn't finish before. So here's the uh, the next sip. Hang on, of my Great Lakes old canuck or whatever it is. Yeah, I um, the day is turning out okay. The day is turning out okay. It was cold just sitting at the campsite, and I thought, no, I, if you're going to do anything... And I, and I didn't want to toke then, so I uh, put the weed in my pocket, got my poles out, and went and took a very long walk the length of the campground all the way to the end of this park where there's, a, you know, a private home hidden by hedges. And uh, it was beautiful, like you're just right along the shore of... Uh, this great, uh, this uh, this great bay, Georgian Bay. Um, oh, I'm sorry, that is so rude. But come on, come on. Anyway, this walk. I right towards the end, I saw a picnic table sitting in the bright sunshine, and thought that's where I want to sit. That's what I want to do. So all this is sort of unplanned. I've just got my walking poles. I'm walking. I don't know what's ahead, but I know this is what I should be doing. And then once I got in the sunshine and felt warmed up, well, if I'm going to have a talk, this would be the place to do it. So uh, I did. I had a roach. And uh, just then my son texted me. And uh, after I had posted a couple of things, he said, Are you stoned? And then followed that with an LOL. Um, I guess I had just said I had posted how fortunate I am to have married his mother you know I mean I kind of meet her his mother I think I can phrase it that way uh, and he said you should tell her and I said well you could wouldn't do any harm you know if you did too because I'm sure she'd believe it if she heard it from a different source I hope she would but, you know, I get those thoughts when I'm I'm wearing the scarf that she got me for Christmas. I'm wearing this wonderful coat that she got me. And, and just so much of all the clothing I have and all the food I've eaten and all the things she has given me these many years. I am grateful. I, I kind of went on that thought. Path, because uh, while i was sitting the first time before going the walk uh brian called telling me that he was planning a trip to england with his friend ray now ray was his housemate when he was in nigeria so i met ray when i visited brian and ray was recalling a story that brian couldn't remember and i certainly couldn't remember but i had no reason to doubt it and the story went that um Ken. once we got back to Brian's place from the bar, Ken asked for a candle that's me and then he stuck the candle in my fly and lit the end and I guess probably walked around parading a a lit candle out of my crotch Uh, I I I don't doubt that for a moment but I certainly don't recall it either but anyway Ray uh, Ray was from India, we taught him how to swear, Brian did and he'd always get it wrong. Fucking damn shits, man. You know. Uh, anyway, great guy. But I, immediately I said, oh, so envious that Brian can do this. You know, and it, and it brought me down a little bit. Oh my God, Brian could just buy a ticket, go to England, plan a road trip with his friend Ray, visiting pubs along the countryside. You know, now what a wonderful thing to do. I can't do that. Well, I can't do it for two reasons. Physically, I don't feel I'm up to that kind of travel and then of course I don't have a pension like Brian has to give him all this extra money and on top of which Brian is you know divorced officially from his wife and so he's a free man you know renting an apartment can do whatever he wants with the rest of his life and and I I celebrate that too I think what a wonderful thing that is just so great but you know immediately when I hear of somebody else's I wouldn't call it good fortune, it's what Brian has made of it. Brian has always been a travel, but when I when I do hear from Brian I'm often a little bit envious. That's what I'm saying. Be honest, I'm a little bit envious. I can't do what he's doing. A little bit not jealous in a in a mean spirited way, but you know, wow. That's great. Am I having fun? And, and so immediately it's like the Facebook post, you know. Oh, am I having as much fun as that person? I don't think I am. Hang on. So that's when I went for the walk, had the toke, and then realized, counted of my blessings, at uh, how much good fortune I do have. And also thought back to the earlier talk about how the world is just so shitty compared to when I was young. But wait a minute. You know, right now I'm using... uh Ukraine as a guide, but holy shit, this was the time of the Vietnam War. People my age, the hippies, are being you know, drafted and sent off to kill people or get killed. This is awful. And this, so, it wasn't all roses. You know, there was great progress made in civil rights and other issues. Uh, but um, there was some ugliness going on as well. Now, I kept going on that thought, uh, blaming the disco generation for bringing an end. Well, I didn't blame them. I blamed the creation of the disco generation, uh, which was brought about by industry and commercial interests because they couldn't make money off the hippies. Hey, the hippies, are not they're not going to buy new jeans. They're not going to, you know, keep up with fashion. They're not going to do this. They just, they just want money for weed and good times and partying and music. You know, the music industry will make money off them, but uh, so many of the rest of us, commercial interests, will not. And then next thing you know, suddenly you got people wearing three-piece suits to the disco dance floor, and party dresses, and swish purses and things, and you think, oh, what happened? This is an entirely different mindset. But uh, anyway, from there I went on to It's All the Fault of the Preachers. I believe I did tweet that one. And what I was thinking of was the the false preachers, the false Christians who, you know, do this for money, preaching, you know, Christ wants you to be rich, and um, preaching all the wrong values, like not Christianity at all, not humility. They're preaching capitalism, because that's what works for them. And I'm thinking, yank these people from their pulpits, you know. These guys are as bad as the the people preaching hate in uh, in mosques or, or... any fanatical religion, Judaism, anything, Hinduism, Sikhism, anything that preaches we're the best and the others are wrong, hey, this is dangerous thinking, boys and girls. So uh, I, I would, uh, I would say, you know, kick the preachers out. Bring in, uh, bring in just the little people who really don't want war and suffering, and uh, you know, anyway. That's where I went to. I had that same, that conversation with a man. I posted a picture. Maybe it'll be the picture for this podcast of a man just sitting by the water wearing his white helmet from his electric bike. And uh, he came up and uh, we exchanged greetings. And, of course, I t- told him pretty much everything I just told you. <laughs> he wasn't so sure about the preacher's uh, part. In fact, right? I think he was a little taken aback. I think he was going to launch on to about... Uh, Maybe some statistics he had about COVID. And I thought, uh-oh, uh-oh, I'm not sure where he's going to go with this, but I better intercept him at the pass, which I did. So, uh, anyway, headed him off and uh, got in my two cents worth. But he enjoyed the conversation. It was, it was uh, He had a big smile on his face. So uh, off he went. On his electric bike, convinced me I needed one. And uh, he said, his wife also has balance issues, can't balance, but uh, he's got one for her, and he says, because it's electric, you're moving right away, so it's not like you're wobbling trying to get those pedals going. you know you just you just hit the throttle and you're you're flying. So uh, yeah, boy, boy, that would be interesting. But I think I better get in more walking first before I start thinking of electric bikes because then I would do even less walking than I am now. All right, I should stop now. Uh, the sun is still there. It's just this gap overhead in the trees. If I was to measure it by uh, time, I guess the sun is about ten o'clock high, I and mean, that's that's probably the wrong way of doing it, you know. But it's quite a while before it uh, it sets. But it'll get down behind the trees and won't be as warm as it is right now. So I'm just going to get back to my beer and I'll leave you folks alone. Little... Oh, I did. I did give a tweet. I did. I did ask. Um, not Sadie, what's the one that uh, Apple has, you know? Query, who is it? Siri, Siri. Siri, uh, take a note. What do you want me to say? What do you want it to say? And I said, hmm, something along the lines of, am I in the moment now? As I record this or is recording this taking me away from being in the moment now. Yeah, that was that's pretty much it in a nutshell. And I'm still puzzling over that one. I have raised the issue before on Dixon Janes and I'm raising it again right now. Is this am I in the now talking to you or is this distracting me, taking me away from the now? And I really don't know the answer to that. You gotta keep winding it back, winding it back, winding it back. Okay, get into right. What am I feeling right now? I feel I, like, I feel the warmth. I feel a little bit of cool breeze in the back of my neck. Uh, I feel the uh, some comfort in holding this recorder in my hand, with my other hand wrapped around my hand to keep me warm. And my lo- my my uh, shoulders are hunched up. I'm comfortable with the cushion on my chair. I'm in a nice spot. I like the sound of the waves in the background. I think I can uh, stop talking any moment now. That's better. Okay, and uh, so here we are, inside... No, no, not now, later. Check, check, checking in again. I uh, just recorded a, well, thought I had recorded 10 to 12 minute clip, and uh, realized I had pushed the button by mistake after, uh, after Chicken squawked his way in. So anyway, here we are again. Now, instead of sitting in the front seat where I was, I am lying down back in bed in the sleeping bag. It's a wet day. Um, It looks to me like it's going to stop. In fact, I think it has stopped, but it was kind of drippy out and under the trees you're going to get water, so it wasn't the time just to sit outside. Oh, and i'm a little tired i didn't sleep well last night it seems the j i smoked around the fire i don't know it kept me awake it's unusual we shouldn't do that but uh i i don't know i've got so many you know friend gave me this i got some of this some of that's left over and i don't know where the stuff has come from but i just did a little research into my bag or into my i've got a whole shelf in the road trek in the fridge For, gosh, I've got oil, I've got gummies, I've got cookies, I've got various kinds of grass. Ugh. Anyway, I looked it up and I saw, oh, God, there's a whole bag of something called Tropical Thunder that I bought from our local weed shop right on Brimley and Lawrence. Um... And I think that's the culprit. I, I I don't particularly like that one. Although, gosh, I shouldn't say that. Last night I was having a great time. I just didn't like the after effect of, uh, hey, how come I can't sleep? Uh, so anyway, ugh, here I am. Uh, yeah, I think the day is going to turn around. Uh, last night was absolutely wonderful. Just wonderful. I had that walk. Um. You know, when the sun went down, it was getting cold. Well, well before the sun went down, I built myself a nice little fire. Used a lot of wood, but just kept it going. Blazing away, sitting in front of it, smoked a J. Had the earbuds in on shuffle as I rave about it. I only rave about it because it's my collection of music, not yours. It's my music that I've handpicked. I've curated. This is stuff that I want in my music collection. And by God, is it ever enjoyable. And I'm going to do the same thing now when I hang up from you. I'm going to plug the earbuds back in. Uh, I've just taken a half a pineapple gummy. I bought these in Vancouver, Uh, got to be at least three, maybe four years ago. They've been sitting unsealed, I mean sealed in a bag in the fridge. So I know they're going to be okay. But they're supposed to be like 50% THC. 10% is what you buy in stores in Ontario. You know, it's a 50. So I cut one in half. I figure, well, that'll, that'll more than do it. And we'll see what happens. You may be hearing from me again. Who knows? Uh, but for now, I'm going to just lie here and enjoy the uh, comfort of being horizontal and listening to music. But uh, great time by the fire last night. Talked to, uh, FaceTimed, which is great fun, with my friends Deb and Brent. They're sitting in their living room drinking wine late afternoon. I'm sitting around a blazing fire, which surprised them and turned the camera around. Well, you're camping, buddy. Yeah. We talked about meeting up in Halifax in the fall. They're, of course, in uh, North Vancouver, but uh, Debbie's determined to get to the Maritimes this fall. And I would sure like to meet up with them. That would be fun. So we'll see. That's down the road. Uh, Originally, I was going to do a spring trip to the Maritimes. That's just been put off for various reasons. It's all good. Plans unfold. I I guess, really, about last night, there were a couple of times when I just laughed out loud. I don't laugh often enough. And I just felt good. And I, I didn't talk to you all night. I didn't have to. That thing about being in the now. I was in the now, but that now didn't include talking. It was a lot of listening and a lot of thinking and a lot of just, my God, reflecting on some amazing memories. So uh, all is good. All is good. All is good. I'm just going to end there. Fuck you. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You'll be hearing from me again. Don't worry. You'll want to know what kind of buzz did I get from that uh, half a gummy Stay tuned. Scarborough Dude signing out from uh, Craigleith Provincial Park on the shores of Georgian Bay. Bye for now. Yeah, yeah this is a stupid idea that I've done once before, gone, at least. Gone, gone, I'm listening gone, 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 to my music library on Shuffle. Gone, gone, right now, Brian big Ferry, big gone, slave to love. The Holy fuck. The it's just so good. And song after song. It's just been, wow, thank you, thank you, thank you the artists, the writers. I mean, you get, she pitched it with me, and you're just so fucking happy. He lived the lived in his time. Thank you, Bob. Anyway, uh, so I won't go on too much longer. <laughs> I thought I had some things to say, but I didn't want to give up the music. And doing both is really a stupid thing. But uh, anyway, here we are, me, insisting on sharing time with you. And I the a with a cage. is the having to share? time with you. I think it was this song, sky, the Beatles song. You know, you're, you're gonna carry that loot. I don't know. And here is um what's his name? Highway through hell. Chris Ray. She was long, These are the Steinsby girls. So, the thing I like about the, the shuffle and the music is that it's different gone, singers, different voices, gone, but different bands, come, different instruments, different sounds, a different way of expressing the music. And, and the, the shuffle so appeals to my brain. And I stood my. Very still, a a What's the expression? I stand behind the her long, 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 long I'm gonna end this little experiment. I'm going back to the music. Thank you very much. Sorry for the interruption. Yeah, I'm back. It is still, uh, April 21st. Uh, yesterday, of course, was, uh, 420 day, and only by coincidence, because I happened to be camping and planned on getting high, did I get high. So, but it wasn't in, uh, honor of 420. I don't think we need that anymore. That's what was discussed. Somebody was passing that around. Oh, I think it was Milan. Um, him and, uh... Of that other guy living in Georgetown. Um, I haven't talked. Uh, what time is it now? It's oh, it's three twenty. God, could easily have been five. I took half that uh, gummy bear around ten. So this is five hours ago, and I'm still high, still toasting, still croasting, croasting. Ah, uh, so. But I've been. I've just been enjoying myself. I've been uh, listening to music sort of non stop. Uh, last night and all today. Just the earbuds in, shuffle, and yeah, just stuff comes up that, you know, oh my God, didn't know I had that. Uh, such a rich variation. Um, Listen to, uh, there was even a uh, an Allen Ginsberg, I, it might have been Richthof Vortex, in reciting that poem, and he's not very good at reciting, or to me anyway, uh, it's just, you know, he's just some old guy reading this stuff, whoops, 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 a little wind, it is windy, well, uh, it has been a very funny day, uh, weather-wise, uh, you know, wet during the night, rained, uh, wet, dampish this morning, but I was up by noon, and then it, it stopped. But there's clouds rolling in. There's a wind, and there's just, you get a sunny patch, or blue sky, I mean, and then just suddenly these clouds, and they're all going out over the... And it's been, like, nonstop, like a long freight train of clouds, you know? Except, <laughs> except they're nothing like freight trains, except they're all connected together. And just moving slowly across the sky. But they bring in the shade, and suddenly, ooh, I'm cold, you know? there was sunny a minute ago. Second ago, so it 's been that kind of day i 've taken another walk, and uh, I just have been enjoying i 've done awful lot of reflection, that I think has been i i don 't know if it's productive i've laughed a few times, which is good. you know you have to be in a pretty happy state if you just not silly giggling, but about something that just struck me as funny and uh I guess some serious thinking too you know it it 's easy to drift over you know with the dark clouds and uh, think things like, Oh my God, human history has been so ugly. humans are just pretty damn nasty foul creatures and 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 so thoughts like that can get hold of you and and the other thought was that America today and I mean so much of the world but because it 's so close you feel it more, you worry more. It just is. Seem, does seem to be so full of hate and opposing ideologies and, and people being impatient and, and just, like, things coming to a head. And then when you think about the number of supporters Trump still has, they grab him by the pussy man who became president and then did everything possible to convince people he should be president again. But, uh, it was stolen this election from him. And and so well when I mean, you got that many people and, and people pushing back. Oh my god. This side and that side. So and it's gonna take a it's gonna be hard to sort out and I can't see it reaching us reaching a more mature peaceful state without going through more shit. Like, you know, another war or something awful. Another, you know, world-type war. Of... And uh, there are times, you know, so, you know, this is where your mind goes, right? You're alone and you're... you're just thinking. And I know Kenneth jokes about the Chinese overlords, but I think about that sometimes. Like this idea that you could be observed in your community. You're living, let's say, in a tight high-rise and uh, lots of people there. And you're observed. It could be cameras. It could be uh, police. could be neighbors. And you're reported for any bad behavior, littering or spitting or, uh, you know... Uh, speeding, being rude to a child, doing any anything—there's any infraction, you could be reported on, and then these are added up. And we—I've we, seen the documentary about this. It's almost like was that for, was that real? And then if you if you do good things, you volunteer, you help, you clean up on Earth Day or something, and um, behave well in, in the way that the society wants you to go. The people in charge of the society want you to go, then. You get bonus points, and with that you, can, you get privileges like to travel further, to have less hassle on, on things, to get certain yeah privileges, priorities. It's a very basic human conditioning way. Um, but you can see with a large population it could work, or a population that just doesn't seem to want to obey rules, you know? And, and it, yeah, but of course it's very frightening at the same time. Very frightening. Hey, whoa! You know who's making the rules, and exactly why do we have to do that? But uh, anyway, you know, my mind is just going hither and thither, and maybe nither. Um, But I've—I don't know. It's—it's been time with me. I'm alone I guess it's hard to share the things that uh, you know. I'm, I'm wanting to think I learned, uh, you know, that might be just another illusion but, you know what are the things I'm not sharing or don't need to share, don't want to share don't care to share don't have to share what is it what's going on it's it, it is it, and it's continually the reminder of it does come to an end, you know it, there's there's an end and we I'm moving in that direction. And you don't want it to be a sad thing. you know you almost want it to be a, a blessing. well, not a blessing in the sense that oh my God, he had so much pain for eight months he suffered intensely every single day. it was such a blessing when he died eight months later. No, not that kind of blessing. Blessing that you go out with a smile. I guess I'm I'm talking about trying to achieve more wisdom. Just to say that, it's embarrassing because it sounds very pretentious, but that is exactly what I'm trying to do, sitting here by myself. Um, You know watching the waves, enjoying the music, enjoying this freedom, but aware aware of that everything is transient. Like, this is, okay, I can do it today. But eventually, I'm going to have to sell this road track. I won't be able to manage these simple things. Right? I, you know, I worry a little bit about this balancing business. Um, and then you think, well, what, what else do you have to do? Yeah, you got to see talk to your doctor, you know. Well stay alive and stay healthy. Stay as active as you can be. But I there's a little worry, but oh that circle of activity is just gonna get smaller and smaller. I don't know. I'm just talking now, and that's why I wasn't talking before. I'm almost getting—you know—I haven't had a beer. I haven't had a drink today. I haven't had it. So all right, that's it. And and that's one of the reasons I put you on. I needed the motivation to get myself up off my ass and and do something. So I'm going to go into the fridge. I'm going to go over there, and I'm going to pick out a beer. Probably a stout. I got my eye on a stout. Yep. They're probably going to be a stout. And I may or may not uh, continue talking. But while I'm in there, I'll look at uh, what might be for supper, too. Thank you for the little uh, lift you gave me. I needed uh, that. Scarborough Dude signing out a ding-dong. Bye for now. Okay, boys and girls. I seem to have run out of steam. And I'm not sure what to make of that. I didn't sleep well last night. And so right now I'm back in my sleeping bag. It's 9 p.m., I was just uh, exchanging emails with Barnacle Bill, and he said, My God, why haven't you got a blazing fire going? Now, I had a wonderful fire last night. And sometimes, to me, you know, on a two-day campout, that's enough. As long as I have one good fire, and I enjoy it, and I stay up late, look at, watch it right to the end, I, I don't feel I have to do it a second time, but you know, he was suggesting, come on, you got to get hot dogs out over the fire and you got to, you got to, that's the biggest part of camping. But I just didn't feel like, uh, you know, making the effort, carrying everything over to the fire pit and, uh, building the fire, keeping it going and then just sitting there and it's cold out. So I had my, uh. Frozen Chinese? No, it was a Thai curry that he uh, put in the microwave, and it it was very delicious. Those are great; they're about five bucks for a little pack, and uh, they're well well made, good ingredients, very tasty. And that was it for supper. I didn't feel like doing anything else, so I think that the the uh, I had that toke today. Or I didn't have a toke. I had that gummy bear that kept me going all day, just so thoroughly enjoying the music and it was enough and I've sat for the longest time just sat in my chair and just stared out at the water and it's like that was enough at the time and now that I'm here and I've exchanged emails I'm thinking oh am I supposed to be doing more but I really don't feel like it. The choice was to come in, I've got these nice (laughs) uh, I guess they're sweatpants but my camping pajamas and I thought oh, last night it was a little cold I just had my t-shirt on and I remembered oh I've got that nice uh shirt from Bark Lake I'll put that on so little things like that getting cozy can be nice the the kitchen area is a complete shambles I forget why I clean twice I'm gonna have to clean tomorrow anyway just leave all the crap there, and you just grab another dish and then do the dishes properly once tomorrow that's that's my way now of you know it doesn't have to be spick and span before going to bed i have definitely i mean this is a one person style of camping, and this vehicle is suited for one person. I'm getting a lot of pops, I'm sorry um I've lost those spongy filters. Anyway, I don't know what else to tell you about it. It was it was a good day. I just feel gosh, I, I should go out on a high note. I didn't have another toke. I did have a couple of beer I enjoyed. And then a glass of wine was supper, so that's you know, I'm I'm done. This has happened before when I go camping. The second day, all right, I'm tired. I just um I enjoyed my time and I just want to uh chill out so that's it I'm going to end on that note this uh, this might be the end of the podcast I don't know I, I think my relation with you the reader was a little listener sorry it was a little different on this one because there were times when I just really enjoyed being with myself and uh Just, yeah, reflecting, thinking. It isn't to say I didn't reach out to people on uh, various channels, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, But anyway, all right, we're done. I'm done. Talk to you again another time. Scarborough Dude, signing off. Bye from Craigleith Provincial Park. Bye-bye. Good morning. You, you can't hear the uh, sound of the waves lapping against the shore and the rocks, but uh, I can. That's what I'm looking at right now. Oh, it's about uh, 8.30 in the morning. Mm, quarter to nine. Um, Friday, April 22nd. I'm leaving for home today. It is a beautiful... Clear blue sky, sunny day. Much better than waking up yesterday to the uh, the wetness, the dripping, the rain. <sighs> Slept right through till 8. You know, I woke once or twice. Uh, A series of dreams. My goodness, they were so interesting. I am one of these really vivid dreamers. And I can remember. And And if I wake up and I go back to sleep, I can often... I don't think i deliberately do it But pick up the thread Of where I left off in the dream Uh, And this definitely happened last night I I had something very important I had to give to Sister Annette Sullivan Of the Sisters of Notre Dame She was my principal in Nigeria 40 years ago (laughs) She looked exactly the same She gave me a hug which was very uncharacteristic Uh, She was in a very big Sort of expensive building uh, Almost like a a corporate building. They had a wing, and they were designing a new curriculum in um, in um, Nigeria. Uh, Rob, uh, our, our friend in um, Thailand, would be interested because uh, you were the they had hired you to help them with the curriculum, and you had a big stack of books. and I, I was a little jealous because uh, you know I was there in Nigeria too. You weren't actually, you were in Japan, but I had you pig for Nigeria and Japan. Um, And so I kind of honed in, borrowed your books, and got in on the action and said, Me too, me too. I was there. Anyway, we'll leave the dream. Uh, It was fun. I had a bit of a rough night last night. I, you know, I didn't build a fire. In the sky it was—it was cold in the evening. The, it, the sky was gray, and it could rain. And I just—I it, it was such a lazy, self-indulgent day of just listening to music, and sit, and look, and reflect, think about life and going ahead, and what I need to. <laughs> Learn how to do. To, I have this thing about always having to. I guess like evaluate. I've touched on this before, to measure, to evaluate, and I want to know. Okay, how do I know? I'm spending my life like right now in this moment, at, at its fullest. Like, what does it take? How do I? How does It's not. It can't be just. Oh, I went camping last weekend and it's finished, it's buried in memory, it's now a while I am camping, what is it that takes it up to another level of awe, of joy, of bliss? You know, and you can't just do that. You can't just, oh, okay, here's the, here's the bliss button. Just push, you know, crank that up a few levels. But there were those times when I laughed and the laugh was sort of a, a. It was tied to joy. It was tied to I get it. I get it. So I'm I'm celebrating that. It's been a good, a very good excursion. The only reason I'm talking to you now is because I don't think I shared it very well on this podcast. I didn't want to. I was too busy in the moment. And, um, it, you know, the the trail I'm leaving through these words might seem a little sour even and, and that's not it at all it's been great and that's why i'm starting off i have you i have my uh, boiled egg beside me i have a piece of the uh, banana bread from bna bakery and uh, i've got the coffee i just specially made uh one of these instant uh, i think it was a toffee cappuccino flavor something or other First, three three minutes' boil of water in your big cup, uh, which is a new addition to the camping gear, and it's perfect. Uh, just heat up the water, and then you add this powdered, um, fancy-dancy mix. And then you add a spoon of regular Nescaf dark roast coffee, and then top it up with milk. And this time, I put in two pieces of chocolate, too, if it didn't melt. And then put it back in the microwave for another minute, and presto, here we go. It's um, it's crap. <laughs> but it's, uh, it's warm, it's hot, it's flavorful. <laughs> it's not especially good. I mean, I, I, if it was at um, Starbucks, I would take it back. Something's wrong with this. Uh, but something was wrong with me last night. I uh, I just wasn't feeling right. So I, I figured, all right, I'll go to bed. I was really reluctant, but to go in at 9 o'clock, you know, I'm sitting outside, but hey, it's dark, it's cold. I just go inside. And I went in, I didn't put on my fancy disco lights, uh, or, you know, LSD lights, as I call them. Um, I didn't put on music. I just went to bed. I was feeling like I wanted to throw up, like I was feeling kind of sick. And, uh, you know, it's always weird when you're on your own, you're camping, and you feel sick. It's it's a little scary. And, oh, shit, what is this? And, and it seemed as if it was something I had eaten of all the food I had that day. And there was nothing mysterious about anything I ate. But something must have been off, because it was a real, like, oh, no. Uh, luckily, of course, I packed my Tums. That was one of the last minute, oh, don't forget Tums. And uh, in the course of half an hour, I ate two of them. And then next thing, I'm uh, happily sleeping and waking up at, uh, oh, it's light out. Time to get up. I'm feeling very, very, very fine right now. So I, I thought this was a better note to end the podcast on. Uh, I'm happy I'm here. I'm happy I've got this site. Because when I saw this site on the map, I said, that can't be. It's right on the water. And uh, I realized, yeah, this is just a narrow strip of land um, with a highway beside us, or behind us. Um, but uh, it's nice, and especially this time of year, although it's cold, uh, it's very quiet. I do have uh, fishing neighbors moved in beside me, although <laughs> he just came out. Uh, when I got up, he was at the thing, and said, do you have power? And I said, yeah, i got power. And uh, he didn't. He plugged in his toaster, I guess, and blew a fuse somewhere in his uh, pop-up trailer. You know, I've uh, I've been very lazy this time. I haven't got my toaster out. I didn't get my coffee maker out. That's why I'm drinking this instant stuff. Um, I, the, the inside. I haven't washed any dishes. It's a complete mess. And I think no, that's that's part of cleanup. You do you do it all at once. So you know, I I do, and and the thing I do celebrate. Is I do know what I'm doing when I'm out here. Get the thing parked correctly. Get it plugged in. You know, put the awning out if you need to. In this case, there was no real need for the awning. And especially with the wind, it would have made a lot of noise. Um, And then just, you know, you know where everything is. And so great. First thing, into the fridge, pour a tall glass of apple juice and uh, take my pills. Bam, we're done, we're good, get to go, get that coffee, get outside. Share something with the Dixon Jeans listeners to let them know you're happy. Um, and I am generally. And I think, I guess the, the other thing about measuring time is you can't always tell what it's doing to your body, to your your soul, to your, you know, soul, quote air quotes, okay, um your spirit, maybe, it's easier to say, Um, and to your overall outlook and health, that it can have very beneficial effects, but it's not something that you can measure in that moment. But uh, no doubt afterwards, I I mean, I found this before, leaving a campsite, you just feel at peace, you just don't want to drive fast, you just want to get going and take your time, there's nothing urgent ahead of you. And that's what's nice about a campsite that's just two hours, two and a half hours away. I'm going to take a longer route home today. and uh, do it. But anyway, I'm going to get on with the day. I'm going to leave you. I'm Right now, as I've been talking the entire time, I'm just staring out at the lake. And I think that's part of the attraction here. Just watching. The waves are bigger than yesterday. I guess maybe it's the time of day. But they just come rolling in. It's a lovely kind of a, a, a green, the whole lake. And it's just this... Again, a flat horizon as far as your eyes can see, you know, just wow. You're perched right here on this, uh, I think it's called Natasawaga, Sawaga, no doubt a native name, bay, uh, and lovely trees too, uh, tall, straight up, a kind of cedar, I, I'd call them red cedars, I don't know what they are, but they're, they're lovely. So, Scarba Dude, signing off from um, Craigleith Provincial Park. Hope uh, each and every one of you is looking after your own spiritual self in uh, whatever way you can to, uh, to heal and to, uh, to glide. To glide through life. It's a battle sometimes, but uh, every once in a while you just want to slide, glide take some pride and uh, don't get too fried bye for now ding ding ding